Hey, hey. David. Good. How are how you? How are you? Good. And for our viewing audience who doesn't know, David is the sectional rep for the North Central section and, uh, of course, the youth pastor at State right. College Assembly of God, home of the Penn State Nittany Lions. Big game. Yep. There was a big yep. game this weekend. Purdue versus Penn State, and Penn State won, of course, as they always, always? do. Always? If only it was know. always. So. It's a little rough and stick <laughs> How was your weekend? How it was, was your great. weekend, David? It was great. It's funny you should mention the Penn State game. My wife and I, we live on University Drive, which leads right up to Beaver Stadium. Okay. And so every time there's a home game, okay. we hear sirens and we look outside, and the whole caravan of the opposing team comes right by our house with the police escorts and everything like wow. that. So what, that's the Purdue boil boilers or something. I can't remember what their team name is. The boiler makers. The boiler makers. They had like yeah. Boiler makers. A train engine turned into a car or vice versa that had a train horn <laughs> whistle on it and it's blowing it as it's coming up our street. <laughs> so wow. it's, it's interesting when the opposing team comes in. That's obnoxious. It was a rough Saturday for him. So I was in uh, Huntington uh, this uh, weekend, which is uh, about 45 minutes south of you, David. And um, how was your, we how had was a your family weekend, getaway a weekend. Good. We had a family getaway uh, at Huntington. I had won a getaway in a silent auction. So we went away, which was great. We had a busy, busy couple of... Uh, weeks with all the fearlesses so it was good to get away as a family we went to a corn nice. maze and judah got to stay in a hotel so that's fancy for him and got to swim in the pool and all that so so it was good so so uh this is uh once a month we're going to be asking our reps like david here to uh host uh one of the monday motivations and to share thoughts from their heart uh, for our youth pastors, our groups. And I'm up here at the conference center right now. Actually, we're getting ready for the Thrive Conference, which is starting today. And uh, tonight, actually, after the Monday service here, the Thrive Conference is the fall minister's conference that the district puts on. It's free to come to and attend. It's here in Carlisle. And um, so I'm here at our Benjourno Conference Center, as you can see, uh, in the lobby. And uh, tonight we have a youth pastor's hangout afterwards, which is great. There will be free wings and games. And Aaron Lawrence is going to be the Catan <laughs> captain. For those who are delu delusional about that game and want to play, uh, we'll have some switches up, some other fun, easy-to-play games, or you can just hang out. Uh, we'll have a bunch of tables and stuff set up. So that's going to be happening tonight. So uh, we're excited. But David... Uh, I've been yeah. a rep now for a couple years, and uh, at State College, are you in your uh, fourth year at State fourth, College? So going into our fifth year, yep. Just finished fourth year, and so comes to That's us right. from the upper Midwest, um, but uh, fully adapted to Pennsylvania now. So so talk to us, uh, David, what, uh, well, what's know, new? I had to put the Minnesota phrase in there uh, just a little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> But what I wanted to share this morning was something that, that uh, actually came out of a funny story. We all love messages that begin with funny stories, so I figured let's start the devotional with a funny story. 
a couple weeks ago, I had a parent awesome. come to me and was telling me just about, you know, their, their student came and was sharing with them about how impactful the last night's message was and all this kind of stuff. It was like, oh, this is great. You know, we don't get to hear those a whole lot from the parental side, I feel like, as youth pastors. But she was telling me about her sophomore daughter, how she started talking about the message and how it, it really kind of opened her eyes to things and revealed things to her. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. And then she starts smiling. I'm going, What's, where's this going? She said, you were talking about Matthew 11 when Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and need rest and take my yoke upon you for my burden is easy uh, and my load is light, right? We've, we're all familiar with that passage. And she said, he then took the time to share what a yoke was. And of course, I use Lord of the Rings as a reference. I don't know about you guys, but I have a ton of Lord of the Rings fans uh, in my youth ministry, almost to a fault sometimes, it seems. But I explain what a yoke <laughs> is and just talk about it. it's like this big piece of wood, you know, that they carry over their their shoulders with buckets on either side and all this stuff. Well, the daughter, the sophomore daughter, again, sophomore in high school, knows Jesus, loves Jesus, has been a student for me since sixth grade for her, goes on to share that that passage never made sense to her until I explained what a yoke was because she thought it was referencing an egg yolk. Since she was a child. All right. And... Like, of course that wouldn't make sense. Jesus' egg yolk? Like, what is, that's just some some weird new age stuff going on. But I share that because the thing that came to me immediately was like, we, we do not know what our students understand and what they don't understand. Uh, I titled the, the video this morning, right. the, the Deception of Assumption. We can assume that our students know mm. so much whether it's simple understanding of what some old term words are, you know, especially in the Old Testament, we're talking about the temple and we're talking about feasts and festivals and all this kind of stuff down to what is a yoke. It's not the yoke of an egg. It's the yoke that we use to carry things around in those <laughs> days. Uh, and for me, it's so important for us to remember that, that we can't assume that our students know what we're talking about, even ones that we've had. Like I said, I've had this student for four years. Um, even down to, yeah. I remember a m months ago, giving an altar call because I've made it a point for every single one of my services, I'm going to give an altar call. Even if I know every student in the room, I'm going to give an opportunity for Jesus because I don't know their full story. I may think I do but they might experience something, the Holy Spirit might do something in them during that message that I know nothing about. And I do not want to assume mm. that they've placed their faith in Jesus, even if they're the pastor's kid, even if they've been coming to our youth ministry for five years, right. all these different things. And with that, it, it reminded me of, of 1 Corinthians chapter 2, where the Apostle Paul is talking and he talks about, when I first came to you, I didn't use lofty words. It goes on to say, uh, my message and my preaching were very plain. Rather than using clever and persuasive speeches, I relied only on the power of the Holy Spirit. It's always a balance. It's always a balance of, right. I would love every week, I'm sure every time you go to speak somewhere, Pastor Lee, you would love to have just the Holy Spirit fire, super anointed message, snot in the carpet, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Just hard preaching. <laughs> But it's, it's 
always a balance of all of it, yeah. of making sure to take the time to explain. That's right. And not get too complicated, and then relying on the power of the Holy Spirit. But yeah, and I think um, especially what you're saying is super vital this day and age, of uh, with the lack of biblical literacy that we have, um, the decreasing and declining familiarity with some of the major scriptural stories um that are out there even to say something like hey who knows who noah is there yeah. there's a good chance there's a lot in your group especially if they're coming from an unchurched context you don't know so we have to take the time to explain things we have to take the time to tell the stories we have to take the time to put it out there there is a danger in assuming that people know jesus know about jesus know the stories so that's an excellent word and obviously that takes a little more time on our part to break things down but our value dictates yep. that there's power in the scriptures. You know, our values dictate that, our beliefs dictate that. So you'll never really lose, I think, you know, by retelling and retelling and retelling the stories. Absolutely agree. So that's excellent. Well, here's to not having uh, egg yolks on your face. I couldn't believe that. Right? So, <laughs> hey, good word. Hey, we want to say some happy birthdays uh, this week to our youth pastors. Donna Stuller, uh, youth pastor. Uh, just over the mountain from the conference center here in Perry County at uh, hey, Landisburg. Happy birthday this week to Donna. Happy birthday to Scott Gray in, uh, in uh, Hershey. Uh, well, he's not Hershey. He's in New Holland. And I also want to say congratulations to Scott. He got to speak at his uh, – Scott, it's not a secret. It's his story to tell, but it's not a secret. He went to the Milton Hershey School, uh, which is a special school in Hershey. Founded by Milton Hershey and his wife, and uh, he got to speak at awesome. homecoming in the chapel service there uh, last week. It's always awesome when you get to kind of go home and your alma mater recognizes you, and you get to challenge students there. So, congrats to Scott and RT Bartlett, Grove City. Happy birthday this week to RT, and uh, we want to say super congratulations also to a new youth pastor in our district who is an old friend, Hans Fate. Who, uh, Pastor Hans, um, who is the new youth pastor at Praise Assembly in Newark, Delaware. And Hans has been a good friend of us for years. He's a veteran in ministry. He planted a church in Delaware a couple of years ago, and like a decade and a half ago or more. He's been pastoring that church plant, and they've sensed the transition now. So he's becoming a youth back, going, going back into youth ministry full time at Praise Assembly. So we're super glad to have Hans. Uh, back back full time in the youth pastor team so oh, well thanks pastor david great word today and uh we look forward to seeing a lot of you tonight at thrive and uh over the next few days dave are you We're guys not, we able wish to we make could, it down because i'd time? be playing katan because it's not a weird thing it's not hard you guys can do it maybe next time it, it definitely is is for a certain segment of the population to play yeah so, well, we'll miss you, but uh, we've got a great crowd coming out. And uh, thanks, David, for a great word today. God bless you. God bless all of our youth Absolutely. pastors. Dave, Heavenly watch Father, we come before prayer. you and we thank you. God, I thank you for every single youth pastor, uh, whether they're full-time, part-time, lay leader. God, anybody that's listening to this uh, broadcast, I just pray that you would bless them. Lord, that you would continue to help us, that through your Holy Spirit, you would show us the things that we're assuming our students know, uh, that we can expound on those, or that you'd help ourselves to 
catch ourselves as we're speaking and, and to check our hearts of whether or not our students will know these things. Lord, I pray that you bless those that are going to be at the conference center tonight. Lord, help them to have an incredible time together to be recharged, be refreshed, and renewed in Jesus' name. Amen.